My name is Darren Joseph from HJ.tax. We're the team that seeks to demystify the sometimes confusing world of cross-border taxation for private clients. And today we have the honor and the privilege of having a conversation with the one, the only Leonardo Marquez dos Santos. Leonardo, please, could you introduce yourself? Thank you very much for having me, Darren. Um, I'm, I'm a tax lawyer based in Portugal, partner of Miranda and Associates, also tax law and international tax law professor here at uh, Portuguese Catholic University. That's it. Wonderful. The taxation of U.S. pensions and Social Security. Ouch. Uh, <laughs> uh, do, do, I'm going to see it. I'm going to explain the way I see it. Portuguese okay. personal income tax code was prepared in the 80s, entered into force in 89. And so uh, the rules are prepared for taxing Portuguese pensions. Mm. All right. <laughs> And Portuguese pensions are paid by a Portugal, Portuguese public institute, which is the Social Security Institute. So you make contributions. Uh, the employee bears a portion of those contributions. The employer pays another portion of that. And the income, when you reach retirement age, you get your pension. And your mm -hmm. retirement pension will be will qualify under personal income tax. In, remember those six boxes I've told before? Yeah. It will qualify as pension income. That's okay. it. Mm -hmm. Top. Pension income is taxable at progressive tax rates, so very high. Mm -hmm. It's not very high because pensions in Portugal are very, very well, so there's there's that. But mm -hmm. the tax rates can be progressive and can go uh, very high. Our marginal top rate, which applies over 250k, is 53%. Okay, 250k for Portuguese uh, resident is considered very high. Mm -hmm. I think it would be. Uh, middle class in the US. I've heard some statements by President Biden. Mm -hmm. Well, I don't, I don't, I'm not sure. But but I think there, there should be a gap in, in so 250k per year is very high here. Still, mm -hmm. that 53% is uh, very high. I mean, we are, we are the seventh highest uh, tax personal income tax rate in Europe, seventh wow. in, out of 27. So it's very high. Um, I'll, I'll explain then. It's, this is very high, but there are very there are various um, exceptional regimes. But we'll come to that in a second. So pension income when you retired, it's prepared to be uh, pension income. So if you look at other countries, then the confusion will be created. Why is that? Because mm -hmm. we won't find necessarily a social security institute which is uh, similar to ours. Sometimes um, contributions, mandatory contributions. Um, are paid by private schemes, not by mm -hmm. public institutes. So mm -hmm. it starts. Mm -hmm. And why is that? Because pension, the word pension in Portuguese, pensões, may be taxed as employment income, as capital income, and as I said, as pension income. So what changes? If you have a state pension, the equivalent of the social security and you are paid upon retirement you should qualify as pension income that's it mm -hmm. that's what we will i mean it qualifies for for treaty purposes as pension income etc mm -hmm. but then let's say you have uh, an additional social uh, an additional pension which um, is fed by contributions paid by your employer so your employer is a very nice guy he says well i know your pension is going to be awful so i'll just in addition to what you're going to receive and the contributions that I have to make to social security here, I will pay an extra and I will pay it to a private uh, pension scheme, which mm -hmm. is sort of a financial product. It's not a social security, it's a, a financial product. 
And that amount may qualify as employment income mm. in two cases. If mm. you have what is called acquired rights, mm. if you change that job, if you leave that company and move to another one, and you're still entitled to that amount, mm-hmm. take sort of the, the fund or the pockets that uh, belongs to you, mm. this is called an acquired right. And mm. if you get a, a payment by your employer, which is uh, treated, considered to be a, uh, an acquired right, that income, that amount of payments by your employer is immediately taxed as employment income, mm-hmm. sort of a, of a pre- fringe benefit. Mm-hmm. If you don't have an acquired right, you will still be taxed uh, as employment income if you withdraw it before mm-hmm. you reach retirement age. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. So let's say you haven't... Uh, so this is employment income, but it can be treated also as capital income. Mostly it will be t- treated as capital income if you withdraw it all at once, right? Mm-hmm. As if you receive, take it out under the form of a lump sum, then it may be treated as capital income. But mm-hmm. if he hasn't still been taxed as employment income, that portion that was paid by your employer, so mm-hmm. there are two chunks. The one, mm-hmm. the amount of the capital, it will still mm-hmm. be taxed even at a later stage as employment income. And the mm-hmm. capitalization, the valuation of the assets will be treated as capital income. Mm-hmm. If you receive that amount, uh, after reaching retirement age, it will be capital income, as I've described, mm-hmm. or it can still be, to be treated as, a, as pension income if you receive it under the form of a rent. Mm-hmm. So if you receive periodic payments, it mm-hmm. will qualify as pension income. So mm-hmm. very this, this on its own, it's very difficult to understand and to explain. Mm-hmm. Um, but sometimes the features are difficult to understand when you're looking at other countries. From my experience, mm-hmm. sometimes I have, I, I, I know that the, the client receives a pension and I ask, but who pays it? Mm-hmm. Was it the employer? Did you, did you pay it yourself? Mm-hmm. But is it mandatory or not? Is it mm-hmm. because you, I just received an email saying pension plan. So they mm-hmm. send me a brochure and even the brochure sometimes. So it's from a practical standpoint, I find yeah. it very difficult sometimes to qualify it. Mm-hmm. In, uh, in one of those boxes and uh, I'm assuming this may lead to some litigation because sometimes it's difficult to explain as well mm-hmm. so, uh, in, in my personal in, uh, opinion if it is mandatory mm-hmm. if you just if you are paid upon retirement mm-hmm. and uh, even if it is paid by a private entity mm-hmm. right but it's retirement and it is a mandatory social security scheme I, I think it should qualify as a pension well, okay all right. So the simplest scenario, simplest scenario in that it's the variant that perhaps matches with what obtains here in Portugal would be if someone works for the government. So let's say they were a federal employee, they were a fireman, they were in the military, they worked for the government. Yeah. And there were, it was an obligation. They had to contribute yeah. and the government may have put something as well. Yes. And at the Upon retirement, but they whatever the age is, and they happen to be here in Portugal, the distribution, uh, not in one go, but every month or whatever the required minimum distribution over per month per quarter, whatever it is, that would be a pension that would match with Portugal's definition, more or less. I would say so. Yes, uh, the right. fact that you're mentioning it's a public service and uh, all of that, in my opinion, should qualify as pension. It is upon retirement, and even and even if it was, it would be debatable. The fact that you mentioned that it's paid periodically, I think, would settle the qualification issues. And if we want, 
manage our text um, according to a specific framework and general taxpayers according to the other. If you're an NHR, mm -hmm. pension income, mm -hmm. uh, qualifying as pension, as uh, you just described, should be uh, liable to a 10% flat rate. Right. Problem with your scenario, I think. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't have the entire 3D on back on my, my mind, but typically mm -hmm. when you're paying, when you're paid from public uh, servants, public service, mm -hmm. there is no exclusive taxing powers on residency. There should be either exclusive taxing powers uh, on source or sometimes mm -hmm. both countries can tax. So even though mm -hmm. uh, I would apply a 10% flat rate here, there, or according to law, there's 10%, there should be exclusive taxing powers in the US. So I wouldn't mm -hmm. be really taking advantage of the regime here. So in order to take advantage of the regime, you should have uh, pension from past private employment. In that way, exclusive taxing powers rest with the residency country, which in the case mm -hmm. of the NHR should be Portugal, and it would be eligible for the 10%, right? This mm -hmm. was what led Sweden to... Yeah terminates the tax treaty with us. Mm -hmm. Okay, so so well even with this scenario in which they were a former government employee, that it's it's fine from the US side, there's a way of recharacterizing the income so we get to apply that 10% that we okay. paid to Portugal against the US liability on a form eleven sixteen for those only well US taxpayers. Now if it is that someone worked for a private sector employer, so no government at all. Yeah. Then that's 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 different, right? So it would be viewed as potentially securities income, potentially employment income, at the point at which they take distributions, depending on whether they take it in a lump sum or over a period of time. Am I correct in saying that? I think so, but let, let's recap. I would say yeah. if it is a, mand a mandatory pension scheme, which is the mm -hmm. mandatory state, uh, there's a there's a, a binding ruling again, only binding for the taxpayer. But it might, there there are several um, several different components to the pension that a taxpayer received, and one mm -hmm. and it was paid by the UK from the UK. And mm -hmm. there was a what what tax authority said it was state pension, a state mm -hmm. pension, mm -hmm. which. A state pension, with, which I'm assuming and mm -hmm. I, which I consider doesn't ha really have to be paid by a state body, but it is mandatory right. pension, in my opinion, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. pension income. And if it is that state pension, you can be re you can receive it periodically. But I think mm -hmm. uh, because the law allows me to interpret it that way, you may redeem it all at once if it is the state mm -hmm. pension, and it mm -hmm. won't change the qualification. Mm -hmm. Now, if it is not the state pension, then you enter in that. Uh, argument of where it fits, uh, mm -hmm. and, and it depends. Have you re reached retirement age? Yes mm -hmm. or not? Yes, I have. So it's capital income or it's um, pension income, depending on if you receive it all at once or if you receive it in the form of rent. You haven't right. received. Uh, you haven't reached retirement age. So if you have an acquired rights, you you will be taxed immediately. If you don't, um, mm -hmm. it may be taxed. A, a portion of it as employment income and the other portion as uh, as capital mm -hmm. income. So very straightforward, as you can see. <laughs> Absolutely. So if you're a six, seven, or eight-figure investor, entrepreneur, or business owner who needs a tailor-made solution from a qualified team of professionals, we can help you achieve the international lifestyle, the freedom, and even the tax savings you're looking for. Visit us at htj.tax and live that international life.